0: Today's podcast is The B Books with Lauren Grabois-Fisher. Lauren has been writing children's books since 2015. Her series is called The Bee Books because they teach children to be. Be positive, accepting, kind, and loving through stories that build self-confidence and create an awareness of being their best self. Lauren has been a family-time parent. A teacher, a mom, a writer, and is an inspiring force for kindness in South Florida and way beyond. She also has that extraordinary ability to see love wherever she is. And today she's at the square table with me. I'm excited to have her share the Bee Books message with our families to discuss being a mom and a children's book author, and the power of books for children and families her website write it down right now is the and that's b b e as in be yourself be yourself <laughs> welcome laura thank you so much it's been way too long since we've been able to sit and catch up go back I, I, it was hard to, it was i was shocked writing this to say oh it's 5 years since I you started this project tell everybody where where it came from in your heart, where, how it was born in this world. Okay, so I have been writing since I
1: was a child. My dream, it's funny, I actually had a, an interview recently, and I realized that I really have achieved the dreams that I've put out since I was a child. Congratulations. Thank you. I wanted to be a mom. Thank God. God has blessed me. I'm a mom to two children. I wanted to be a teacher. I taught for nine years. And then when I had my children, I decided to stay home with them. And I always wanted to write books always. I always wrote books, I should say. I wanted to publish books. That's right. That's right. Because you can be a writer and not a publisher. And I wrote my first book, Be Who You Were Meant to Be, as a poem for my son. And I made an album, a photo album. And my husband said to me, I know your dream is to publish these, so let's do it. And I thought, I don't know, like I I know I want to create a business, I want to create a whole thing out of it, I want to create a whole message. I don't want to just do one book. And he said, let's do it. And he, that was it. And we started, I hired an illustrator. I looked endlessly for illustrators that fit what I was envisioning. Because yes. every book, even though I'm not the illustrator, they're my dreams, they're my visions. Mm-hmm. Every word, I know exactly what I see when I write the words. Okay, so that's
0: let me go back let me let's do the the message umbrella okay. of the series because it is profound and it is life-changing and world-changing. And you. then the practical piece, second, okay. of how you made that come to a reality and, and invested yourself, your time, as, an, as a young mother, into creating a business and a whole product series. So, the message. Okay, so the message. So, I my
1: first book, obviously, was natural. It was something I wrote for my son my second book and beyond, I decided that if I was gonna create a message, what do I want for this world? What do I want my children to grow up in? What kind of world do I envision? I'm a dreamer, I've always been. My mom always says I was in la-la land. I'm somebody who has always been, I want the world to be beautiful, I want it to be kind, and it is, but there's a lot of other things as well. And so what can I focus on to teach children from a young age how they can make a difference? And so each of my books, even though they're very different... i
0: name all the books. Okay, so
1: my first book is Be Who You Were Meant to Be. It's also called Sé Quién Quiere Ser. It's in English and Spanish. I'm actually a Juban, and so I wanted to honor my (laughs) Cuban heritage. My second book is You Are a Superhero, um, and it's all about how a real superhero is somebody who makes good choices, is respectful, kind. Uh, My third book is Every So Often a Zebra Has Spots, and that one is that animals about animals that are different than the norm and how beautiful the world would be if we were all different, which the irony is that we are. And that just brings out the beauty in that. My fourth book is Love Grows Love. And that one it's is the energy style. is what you put out is Such what comes back. With, yeah. That one I wrote in about five minutes. And I said to myself, I think this is going to be my best book. Love Grows Love. Hate Grows Hate. Smiles grow Smiles. It's what you put out there that's yeah. going to come back. Yeah. And my fifth book, which actually has the most deep meaning to me, is called The Light Within Me. And And that one just came out. That one came out in 2019. And that one is that we all have light within us and how powerful that light is and how we really can make a difference in this world.
0: So you've been sharing these books with teachers, with parents, with families, and with children. How do you see children first responding to the message? Um, How do you... I mean, we know... They get it, yeah. and they and they're ready for this message. So, as the put on your teacher hat and your mom hat, okay. uh, firsthand experience of children getting it.
1: Okay. So the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is, a child is born with love. Every child is born with love. We are taught hate. Okay, So every child that I go into a classroom for, and I visit schools across the spectrum, um, as a teacher even, I taught so in Title I. So if anyone wants one. to
0: invite Lauren, <laughs>
1: check yeah. out that website, send her a message. Yes. So I taught in Title I schools. I'm very blessed that I taught, let me tell you, because it gave me a lot of perspective, perspective for my books. Um, I taught in Title One all the way to, I taught in private schools in Boca Raton. Okay? taught in Title I in Phoenix, where children were coming from Mexico like and parents were exactly section. and parents were getting taken away and so I have seen the entire spectrum on as teaching as a teacher and as an author now when I go visit schools the look in their eyes when they get it is just it's why I do it it's why I do it it's why I volunteer a lot it's why I give my books I donate my books a lot it's because I really believe that these children are going to make the change in the world. And we are a society right now that is seeing a lot of change, thank God. We're seeing a lot of more acceptance. Mm -hmm. And I really think that my children's generation and their children's are going to be the ones who really diminish hate and reduce it drastically. I really do. I I hope and I pray for that. when
0: those messages are in books children can hold hope in their hands yes they can turn those pages they can have a favorite page a favorite illustration they can recite them it becomes an extension of your heart to their heart oh my god i love that i mean it's just the power of books is so profound and It has a stickiness that some of the other fleeting parts of life. You know, with a teacher, you know, you hope somebody remembers your words, but when you have a book, they can hold it. So it really is... One of the most powerful objects. It's it's a friend. It's not an object. It's a living, breathing companion for our kids. And it inspires so you. It does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. And you're putting that light out there in the most magnificent way. What ages are your books for? Okay. Because you have so board books
1: and yes. uh, paper books. So as my children have gotten older, my books are kind of going with them. So all of my books come in board book. Actually the light within me is currently in process of becoming a board book. Um, it'll be sold actually in the next month it'll be available. So they're all in board book they're all I say all my books are geared for zero to a hundred actually 100 plus. So the concepts of my books are very simplistic. Um, I have people buying them for babies infants and reading them from birth literally. The messages are messages that I wish. Every single human being would read. And I get messages from other people all the time saying it to me like, your books are amazing, why are they not in schools? And it's weird. I was raised to be very modest, and it's a weird feeling that, like, my messages. Or does that underst- I don't know Absolutely. if I can express that properly. Mm-hmm. It's like a very strange feeling that my words are being put out there so powerfully. Because it's
0: not about ego. And, no, and, and, and it has nothing to do with me. This idea of mom and author and business person, entrepreneur, is also an interesting theme for our podcast because we know we have parents who are listening who have big dreams. Mm-hmm. And what I love that you said when you first opened your introduction was, I knew I didn't want to just write books. I wanted to publish books. I wanted a business. And so, yes, you can be modest and humble and know that it's the message you serve. and and that it's about putting something good in the world and not about, oh, I should not be proud or I shouldn't be vain. It has nothing to do with any of that. It is, you can do this and that's where, so let's flip to the practical, which is owning your dream and putting it out there in the world and saying, yes, I want everyone to know my books and I want children to have my books and I want people to pay for my books so that I can write more books.
1: That's actually one of my biggest struggles. I have it, always always been, is.
0: it always is. <laughs> I'm not
1: good at taking money. It's actually really a struggle of mine. If I could give my book to every child in this world, I would. Mm-hmm. But I would never be able to make more. Okay. I wouldn't have the finances okay. to make more. Um, I do. I give my books a lot. I donate them to schools all the time. I
0: know. You've given us a series here today. I
1: know. I'm very good at giving. I'm not good at taking. That's actually something... I, that's actually a book that I want to write about balance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Balance is something that, as in my 30s, I'm nearing the end of my 30s. This is my last year of my 30s. Balance is something that I personally struggle with. It's either I like to give all and I don't know how to take. I don't know how, that's just my personal thing. And I want to write a book because children, we all have that
0: balancing school to ask for what you need to to stand by what you want where you can just say this matters to me and my voice is has value i mean i know it's a struggle for women but i also think it's a struggle for creatives out there in the world because it's a gift and you just want to do it you would do it for nothing but the bottom line is creating a business and putting energy behind all of that creativity matters. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. And we're here to support you and everybody else out there with a dream. Yeah. Because I think there's somebody just, I just saw a friend post that on Facebook, an artist friend, and it was support your artist friends. Just go out there and support your artist friends or your business friends because all business is not, not most businesses come from the heart.
1: Yes. And actually a good point. People ask me in the beginning when I first started publishing, my board books are more expensive, right? But I print them. I wanted to print in America and I could not find a publisher that the quality was thick. Uh For me, I do quality 100%. Like if I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm doing it right. So my quality, my books are thick. The pages can be, they're durable. They can be chewed on. They can do everything. And I print out of China. They cost me money. They cost me a lot. And I wish that I was a big company that could sell them for $5 each, but I can't. It costs me more than that. It costs me double that. Right. So I'm my margin, people, if anyone thinks that being a teacher makes no money, being an <laughs> author <laughs> makes less, I always thought as a teacher, Good I was saying. like, yeah, yes,
0: yes. it's and true, it's, it's important. And it doesn't matter whether you self-publish or, you know, for someone like me who's published with publishers, yeah. you know, the authors aren't the ones that, yep. you're, we're not getting rich, and, no. and the people who make that big dream of getting on the Times bestseller list and all of that, that 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 is that's an extraordinary tiny group of people who are you know who have the luck and the vision and the ambition and all of those factors. Luck, but we hope you get there. Luck. Um, I want to. Do you want me to say something about one of the books? I wanted to. Let me just finish the practical part and just um, the idea of how you put on that business person hat, um, because you just said I I only want to produce quality. So you actually did you have all the skills you needed? Um, you had skills to write, yes. um, but then you had to find illustrators, and then you had to find um, someone to produce the books, and you had to make decisions in the states or, or where in the world. How did you grow into that piece as a woman, as a as an artist?
1: Uh, That's a good question. So my husband is a business guy. He has since he was twenty one, he sold his first business. This was really I have to thank him on that. He became my business person he's the one who kind of just told me the guidance he he guided me on everything. Mm-hmm. So the first time I made that check to China, I was like they're just stealing our money. I don't know who these people are. I just wrote a big check. I have no samples. I've no pr- I mean I had a sample actually at that point. I'd gotten a sample. He guided me through the process. He said, "Okay, we get a sample, we we find different publishers that can publish it." My paperbacks I print in America through Kindle Direct. It's an Amazon Right, right. Okay, so that's how you print through Amazon. so
0: one other question, and then I do want you to talk about that particular book. Um, How did you decide and choose who would be on your team supporting your vision, your creativity, and how did you learn who to trust?
1: Oh, that's interesting. So my illustrator... through the
0: fear and the anxieties, yeah.
1: So the illustrator, I looked at many different illustrators, and actually even now, I have so many books that I've written that are not published about many different topics and I want them out there but my illustrator can't keep up with me right I have so many books that I my brain is constantly creating new visions um it's very hard to find an illustrator who meets your vision who can make your vision come true so that's number one um my team I am my team crazy enough I do it all I know it sounds crazy, but I'm the one who schedules school visits. I'm the one who does the business end in the back. Like, my husband helped me set it up, but now it's all on me. I'm the one who does the editing. I mean, I get... That's actually not true. I have asked principals that I used to work with and other teachers and other friends. And so, yes, people who support me, who have helped me edit and who have helped me go that route. And I'm very
0: blessed in that aspect. And even with the China connection, I mean, that you learned... I, this is unknown. This is unfamiliar. I'm going to write the check and see where it Trusting. goes. And Because in the end, so the, did you end up stay printing with the first company? Yes. Okay, so that, crazy. that really says, you know, that you made some great decisions that were satisfying to you and where you were headed. So I am a believer. Yes. Thank you. I'm a believer in what you put out, Rose. I know you believe in that. And
1: I think that if you put your energy towards something it happens i wanted these books i wanted them i i saw them i felt them i swear the energy the world just said okay and it worked on the first time with that and i know that doesn't work for everyone and trust me it's not like i write a book it just comes to it doesn't become something right away it's a process and advertising is Let me tell you, it's exhausting. Everything is social media now. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly on there. Tell everybody
0: where you are because you you are are inspiring in your social media.
1: Thank you. So it's funny. I sometimes feel like I'm draining my inner energy from how much I'm posting online. I have children to take care of, and I've got a life. And social media can be you get positive posts, you get negative posts. So I have a Facebook page called The Bee Books. If It's uh, facebook.com forward slash T H E B E B O O K S. I have an Instagram, the B Books, at the B Books, and I have also Instagram Love Matters Eleven, and that's my heart page that we were talking about. I I have always (laughs) I don't even post nearly half of them. (laughs) I love it. Maybe not even a fourth. In your eggs, (laughs) (laughs) everywhere. I don't know if you saw my eggs the other day. They were smile or they were making a funny face, and I posted it. it. I love it. Yeah, I've always been somebody who sees hearts everywhere, and I thought everyone
0: did and when i realize that don't. not everyone it's does and we don't and, the, and after and, and i always know those there are those of you that see them and the first time i saw a, a, a heart puddle in a in a parking lot i was like i got my heart today <laughs> thank you it's there nature it's there. gives it to us yeah. all right so there's so much heart and emotion in your books there's they are personal and meaningful tell us about um Okay, so
1: first of all, my children make it into most of my books, if there are people in them. So my superhero is actually my daughter. Be Who You're Meant to Be, my son, is the main character. And there's always diversity in my books. That's actually something that's really important to bring up. I will never have a character from the same race, whatever ethnic background. Every single child is always different, because that's what the world is. So all of my books are like that. Um... The Light Within Me is a book that is so close to my heart. I went through um, something that really put my headspace. I've always been somebody who believes in the good in the world. I really have. I've always been a dreamer. Very innocent. I think of myself as like an innocent, naive person. And it doesn't help you sometimes. And I got pregnant with my third child. And at 19 and a half weeks, I found out that her heart had stopped. And I'm going to get emotional. And it put me in, let me tell you, the first month, now there's stuff that went with it and there were complications after when they were removing the body parts. And long story short, I had two months of living with body parts in my body that I didn't know were there. Okay, let's put it that way. And I was living out of gratitude, not one ounce of anxiety, literally just saying thank you to God every single day that I survived and that my children had a mom. And that's real. And then six months later, I started getting horrible anxiety. Like, how did this happen to me? I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm healthy. I work out all the time. Like, how? Why? I do good in the world. I I spread kindness. Like, why? I'm going to cry with you now. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I just felt like... Unfair. Unfair. Because I believe in karma and energy. And it just wasn't fair. Okay, so I'm laying in bed and now I know why that happened. No, we're I don't good. have my tissues. Okay. We're okay. So, why did it happen? I'm somebody who does think deeply and I want to share. Right away I posted about the loss and I got criticism. How can you post? How can you post about loss? And I'm thinking, there are so many people who suffer in silence. In silence? Why? You should share it. As women, so many of us have gone through that and everyone's afraid to talk about it. And that is so shocking to me that people wouldn't want to help other people. You've gone through it. It's not embarrassing. It happened. Right. There's nothing we, shameful. About there's nothing shameful. We were just talking about we are machines, right? And sometimes something's not meant to be. Sometimes it is. We don't know why. And I actually, after I lost the baby, I said to God, thank you that I didn't meet her. It was a little girl. Thank you that I didn't hold her. Thank you that I didn't actually give her that name. She was supposed to be Zoe. Mm -hmm. Thank you that I didn't actually have to bury a baby. Like, Mm -hmm. there are people who have to do those things. And I, I send them so much love and light because what I went through was devastating enough. And some people came up to me and said, oh, well, my loss was at three months. It wasn't as bad as yours. I'm like, a loss is a loss. When you have an expectation and you lose something, it's devastating. So, I was laying in bed one day, just feeling junky. Okay, that's the right. And I we just bought these blackout blinds, and we spent so much money on these blackout blinds, and a little bit of light was creeping in through a crack. And me being who I am, I was like, okay, God, or okay, energy, world. You see sun everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. I was like, okay, this is a message. Because I'm somebody who loves candles. I love fire. I think it's incredible that one candle can light a room it's unbelievable that a little bit of light can light a room of darkness I know I've been wanting to write it and I have a poem about it and by the way I write poetry a lot of poetry too and I was laying in bed and I wrote a poem that day called one room at a time thinking that that light that was coming into my room was getting rid of the darkness The darkness wasn't as dark anymore, right? And little by little, that light can change. And from that poem, One Room at a Time, I decided to make a children's book out of it. And The Light Within Me came about.
0: Was there something you wanted to read from The Light
1: Within Me? Actually, I want to tell you. So the anniversary, the three-year anniversary of her passing, of the day that I found out she passed, just happened. December 9th, 2019. And I was in the pharmacy line picking up a script. My son had the flu. And I was picking up a script for the pharmacist from the pharmacist. And the girl who always helps me, something in me was telling me, give her a book. Her son, I need to give her a book. I got out of my car in the, in the line at the pharmacy, opened my trunk because I always have books on me. I took out the light within me. I was debating which one to give her. She has a boy. I usually give my zebra book for little boys. That's their favorite one. Light Within Me was what I wanted. I opened up the book, and I have never had an error in these books, in the paperback. I opened up my book, and this page was... The the sun... I'm going to show it to you. This was in the front. Now, it's not supposed to be in the front. Uh It was the first page when I opened it. And when I flipped it over, it said, But what is it? Why do I have a light within me? Why was I given this light? And then I flipped, and the book was normal. (gasps) And I thought to myself she just sent me a message like this is why that happened to me this is why I was supposed to teach other people that no matter what you go through there's always light at the end and I just read something recently we've survived hundred percent of our bad days how powerful is that percentage how powerful is that quote that thought to put right to digest that we've survived it all we keep making it through all these little challenges and That's what life's about. It's not about focusing just... Everyone says to me, somebody actually said to me recently, you're so positive, your children are in for a shock when they get into the real world. And I said to her, you have no idea. You have no idea. You think I'm only positive? I can be very negative, too. But it's about focusing on
0: that. And and it's a choice. It's a choice. that, That happiness and joy and love and persistence. You know, when we think of as teachers and as human beings the emotional intelligence that we need to conti- to be who we are in our world mm-hmm. and to accept all emotions and all experiences, to start where we are and go forward. And that's the gift of you and your books, is that you put this message into our children and into us, because every parent and grown-up that reads to children take messages that we need as well, yeah. and they become part of this world. May you always be writing and thank sharing you. and growing into more of the B-books. Thank you. I'm going I'm, to... I do want to on say that, one thing. Please.
1: You will not know anything negative out of the book. So if people hear that and are afraid, there's nothing negative in the book. It's all positivity.
0: It's all about sharing your light. But there is that fearlessness of who you are and your dreams and what you're giving to children. Right. And, and choosing light... And love does not mean that we have rose-colored glasses. It yes. means we feel deeply and connect yes. in personal ways. Our wrap-up is always the same, and it ha- is how have you got this for right here, for right now. Whether it's the message in your books, the message of all of the series, the B books, whether it's you as mom and author, Whether ha- how have you got this from where you are in the world, right here, right now?
1: So I'm going to go back. I remember when I first moved to Florida in 2009. It's so crazy how we think of certain things. I remember driving in the car and I was going through a rough time at that point. And I remember sitting in the car saying to myself, what is my purpose? I, I swear to you, I was sitting in the car at a red light. And I said to myself, what is my purpose? Why am I here on this earth? And I knew that teaching was part of my purpose. And as a teacher, even I focused on That's why I liked preschool and kindergarten first. But I focused on the person. Academics were second to me. I wanted to know that when my children left that classroom, that they knew how to be a good person and and succeed in life. And the coolest part is I look back now, and I'm fulfilling that through what my real passion also is, writing. Writing has been my passion since I was a child. The second I could pick up a pencil, I was literally writing stories and poetry. So... I get to do what I love, and I get to share it, and I get to inspire others, and I get to let children know that they can make a difference. And through school visits I've done, children come up to me after, write me thank you cards saying, I want to write books one day. And actually, it reminds me, when I was in fourth grade or fifth grade, one of the two, I went to the JCC in Miami or Hollywood, and Sid Hoff, you know who Sid Mm -hmm. Hoff is, was the author reading Danny and the Dinosaur, and I remember sitting there thinking, I'm gonna do that one day. I'm gonna publish books.
0: So I want everyone, to do that for someone else. How much did you love this podcast? Because first of all, we have tools and resources to do this for our children. But I know see me, hear me, love me has never only been about see, hear, and loving children. It's about see, hearing, and loving ourselves as women, as mothers dads parents grandparents grown-ups and so Lauren's life and her vision and her philosophy isn't just in her children's books it's what's inspired her life and she is an inspiration to all of us I can't believe it took us this long to get you on the podcast thank Thank you you. it was meant to be this book had to come out first (laughs) I think so, right? Thank you. Thank you so much. Lauren, I have you back on the mic. Let's let everybody know how to find your books Contact you, schedule you for events at schools or for parent groups. And as we turned off the mic, we also said, "How wonderful would this be to do an experience for mothers um, or for grown-ups? Don't want to be um, sexist, so that grown-up because this is all about our development and growth as human beings. So tell everybody how to reach you, find you, follow you. Please.
1: Okay. So first, you can go to my website, thebbooks.com www.thebebooks.com B is like be yourself be proud of who you are be positive be confident Um, my Facebook well through my website you can contact me directly send me a message and we can talk through that as well you can email me at lauren at thebebooks.com L-A-U-R-E-N at books.com. you can contact me through Instagram the best method is really my website the books you could purchase on Amazon look up Lauren Grabois Fisher I'm going to spell that because I know it's a mouthpiece mouth, a handful Lauren L-A-U-R-E-N Grabois G-R-A-B-O-I-S Fisher F-I-S C-H-E-R and You can also buy the books through my website, and I'm also thinking party favors is another thing that I wanted to mention. So my party favors I offer, I actually just finished signing books for a party. 28 books are going to Miami for this coming weekend, and you can get party favors at my wholesale pricing. So if you buy a certain amount of books, I give them at wholesale. I personalize every book for every
0: child that comes to your party. What a brilliant idea. another way to promote goodness in the world and i love it and and yeah. again lauren is a force here in south florida but wherever you are in the country in the world you want to get to know lauren thanks. i'm heading to
1: arizona this month i have three school visits set up in a couple weeks
0: oh i have some friends in arizona we'll have yeah. to share thanks thank you so much so that's the mess for today we appreciate you listening to see me hear me love me seeing little people learn and grow listening to parents taking a crazy uncertain journey Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Wait, 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 one more thing. If you liked our podcast, please tell a friend. Or even better, write us a review at iTunes. We'd also like to invite you to join us on Facebook. That's with me, Karen Deerwester. And check out the parenting resources at FamilyTimeInc.com. You'll also find us on Twitter at, at Family Time FamilyTimeInc and Instagram at Karen underscore Time. Thanks for listening today. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this wonderful space. Thanks to Darren Littman for the great intro. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song Listen. We are listening. See you next week.